Hello everyone and thank you so much for tuning back into the Mummy Means Business podcast. Um, if, if you haven't listened to the initial trailer, just a quick introduction. My name is Victoria Delay. I am a Christian, I'm a wife and I'm a mother to a beautiful little boy named Xavier. Um, so I decided to start this podcast just because I've been working all my life and um, I actually started a business myself and I have this new challenge of having a baby so I thought why not learn from the best why not learn from the women who have been doing this for years women who've been juggling work and raising the family and I thought you know what better way to do this than to record these interviews um, and play it all for you for you all to listen so um, the first episode is with my mummy hi mummy hello <laughs> um so if, like when I decided to do this podcast I thought why not start with you know someone that's close to home my mum especially you know growing up all I've seen her do is work and um work really hard to kind of maintain and raise a family so yeah I thought why not start from home hi mommy are you, are you okay you yeah yeah I'm fine thank you Okay, so my mum, she's from Nigeria originally, um, and she's been in the UK for 18 years. Is it? More than than now. More than that, oh gosh. How did you feel when you first got pregnant, mum? Because you have, obviously you gave birth to three children, but the first initial pregnancy, like how how, how did you feel? Oh, well, um, you know, first experience, you haven't got any experience at all. You know, uh, you feel scared, how are you going to cope? What am I going to do? What next? What step? What to do? But um, fortunately for me, because I had my, I had you guys at home. Um, there's a lot of support from family, especially um, because your dad is a little bit older than me. Yeah. Uh, he, he supported me, and alongside we have um, uh, like a house help, all help to look at me to help me with household house. I'll uh, walk um, if I want to go for shopping, someone to leave my child for. Then um, back home is different from here. Even though if you don't have any uh, helper, you have um, you have your neighbours who help. You understand that you will not feel. Yeah. Yeah, you won't feel it at all too much, apart from the fact that um, when your baby is crying and you are to breastfeed your, your baby or sort of sort, sort. so you, you kind of still have your independence almost yeah you, you can, have so yeah, much while you have your child you can still have your independence but it got to a stage where when I have three of you together when I have all of all, all my children everything was uh, kind of uh, difficult for me yeah then um I used to be uh I, I have a fashion designer shop like a what yeah fashion designer shop then I have an apprentice I have those who are working for me, but it's so difficult for me before I clean up, before I tidy up, before uh, before I get myself ready to go to shop. It's almost eleven o'clock. So you were so, working while you had the, the, all so, three kids. When, yes, and you're I was, still yes, I was working. And uh, by the time I get to shop, uh, a lot of customers have been and they've gone because they want to see me. Oh, wow. You understand? So um, by this, I was unable to maintain the shop. I was unable to maintain my apprentice. I was unable to maintain those who are working for me because I'm not on, always there. So um, my husband have to say, well, do you know what? You have to close up this shop and face your children first. 
So when they grow up, then you can decide on what and what you have you you want to do. So why was it such a big challenge though at that time? Because you, if you had so much help, why would it be so? Why would it be hard to just have maintain a shop? Um, if you had babysitters, was it just it was just difficult? Yeah. Um. I, when I first started my children, when I've had my first child, I was living like in a community where where you have a lot of people around you. Mm. But later, I have to leave, and we went to another location whereby it's oh. like an estate. So he said, like, "Mind your business." <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so no neighbors looking after the kids. No, no, nothing. no, no. No one even wants you to knock on their door at all. Oh my god! Yeah, and this so, was in Nigeria. Nigeria. So when you're in the estate, so you just want to mind your business, except if you have someone that is good. You understand? Yeah. So uh, that you can trust and that you can trust your child with. You get my point? Because when you're living in the community, it's like an open. You can't do anything for anyone. Someone somewhere will see you. You understand? Because yeah. there's a lot of people around. So that is when I have I started my um my challenges started. It was so difficult for me to to cope with three children at times and all this uh, house help. They only come and go. I find they can spend like two two months, three months, and that they'll say, oh, they, they love their mom, or they want uh. to go and do something at home, and that they'll take your money and they'll go. So it was so difficult for me. So by then, in the morning, I'll get all three of you ready, drive you down to school, drop you at school, come back home, start tight, tidying up, cooking for uh, what you're going to eat when you come back from school. So by the time I finished, it was 11.30 to 12.00. Before I get to shop, so it's always. Yeah. I don't. Even, I don't even spend like two hours in shop. But when it's three o'clock, I'll be rushing to the back home to come and collect the um, the kids. So it was so difficult. So I have to uh, pack up the shop to to uh, to to stay at home to look after the children first. Not until when I came to this uh, country. So yeah, what made you? What made you come to the UK? What made you like? Because obviously you were born in Nigeria. Did you come to London for holiday before, or was the first time you came? Was that the only time you've been? Uh, not really. Um, it was agreement between I and um, my husband then that uh, I'm, uh, I want to come over just to walk. You know, then you, yeah. you've grown. Yeah, you've grown grown up a bit then. So just to support the family, just to work and support the family. That's what I came in for. So when I got here, I saw I found that well, it's different over here to um, the experiences in uh, in Nigeria. Here you have to do everything yourself, so it's a bit difficult as well. You have to work day and night, day and night for you to be able to survive. And at the same time, when you guys came uh, come to London from Nigeria, oh my days, well. I just let you know that yeah, we don't stay at home. We have to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so well, and that it has been going on, and thank God today we were able to survive it. It's not easy though. It is not easy. It's a big of challenge. All what you need to do is just determination, determination, because there's no road that is not rough. You understand? So uh, yeah. if you want, yeah, if you're thinking, oh, I won't be able to cope. Or if I have child, if I have to, you won't have any at all. You will not have, a, because there's no, there's nothing that we tell you. There's no indication that you will not get challenges. Even if you, if you have someone at home that is looking after your child for you, or you have minder, there's still challenges that you have to face when you are raising your children. Yeah, even me, like 
I've only had um, Xavier for two months now. And even like this week, he had his immunizations and he's had a really, really bad fever. So I haven't even been able to work or do anything. Um, I just kind of thought that, you know, a baby will be easy almost. Like I remember I was telling people when I was pregnant, oh, no, it'll be fine. Because I was even telling you, mom, that, oh, I'll still be working. Like I'll still be, you know, working on some projects. Xavier will just be sleeping it's fine at times you don't even remember you haven't had a wash i'm telling you even to <laughs> i don't want to tell you about those days that i literally have to run and have a quick bath or run and brush my teeth before he wakes up and like it, like because i have natural hair and I, I was telling my friend that i don't even know like i don't wash my hair as often as i would because xavier doesn't give me enough time time yeah to do it but um, but yeah, you're lucky that you actually even had some help at the beginning, especially mm. with with three kids. Mm. I actually didn't know that you um that you get so much help when you're in Nigeria. I thought you just mm. had to do it yourself. No, 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 a little bit, a little bit. No, but obviously, because you came to London by yourself the first time, mm. um, was it hard kind of being away from your from your family? It was difficult. It was because I I used to cry every night. Oh no! I used to cry every night. I time if I see um, anyone that is of your age, I'll be crying. When am I going to see my daughter? When am I going to see my children? I used to cry. I'm not a happy person. Not until when I see guys. The, uh, especially when what happened happened regarding uh, the um, this incident. Yeah. Oh, my days, it was so terrible. You can imagine what I would have gone through. There's no one to lean on to. Uh, here, nobody see anybody. You're all by yourself. But, well, I thank God I was able to survive it. It's, it's a very, 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 very difficult time that you will never, never pray for anyone to, any, uh, pray to happen to anybody. Very difficult period for me. Yeah. But on top of that, um, when I was going through these challenges, I was able, with God's help, it's good to have God. And it's good to have foundation. Definitely. At times, you know, um, when you are in trouble, you don't even you you might not even remember what kind of prayer to pray. But um, most of the prayer that you have prayed in the past is can sustain you during your tr- trial. Yeah. Yeah. So um, during this period, and I decided, okay, what do I do? Because now, um, then I and your dad have uh, parted, and um, I I become a single 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 mom, and I said I said what will I do to be a good mom, and how will I do it? And I have to be a good role model for my children. So what and what what steps should I take? And I said okay, the first thing to do is to go back to school. If I go back to school, then I'll be able to encourage my children to to go to school, yeah, to the highest level, so that at least in future. They have their um, they have their career in their hand, so that they will, at least they have something to feed them to pay their bills. So I struggle. And yeah, how work. was it? How how did you even like do that? Because it's so hard for people even to get into university or college nowadays. Like, how was it? I, was it hard to kind of go back into school or even find a job in the UK when you first came? Well, in my own situation, in my own, I, I don't, I don't take no for an for an answer. I can go, to, I can go to. Yeah, I know that. I, I, I don't take no. I don't take no I for know. an answer. If I need something, I need it, and I'll get it. Mm. You understand? So, um, 
there's a two ways to coin it. Either, is it a yes or no? I can go to Buckingham Palace to knock door to tell our queen that I'm looking for a job. How would you get in, mommy? Huh? I'm just telling just you. Just the this. door is just there. Like, just <laughs> I'm just exaggerating that uh, the length <laughs> I can go. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so I can do it. So I, I will tell you that I, I didn't lack any job when I started. What, what, it's like a, a rough job, though, like a cleaning to care um, doing yeah. all sort of, yeah. So, but at least he's putting something on the table for my children. Yes, I can't stay at home and I cannot sleep at home because I wasn't brought in that way. You understand? We were, I wasn't brought in that way. So now, I was working, I was going to school. Uh, one of my colleagues that we used to work together then as a carer, then I used to look after elderly people in the community. One day, uh, it was weekend. I didn't normally see, we normally do um, Monday to Sunday at times. Then this day, I, I didn't see her anymore during the week. And I said, what happened to this girl? Why am I not seeing her again? So this Saturday, I saw, I said, why? I mean, I said, why are you not coming? Uh, you're not working during the day anymore. Yo, she's gone. She said, oh, I've gone back to school. I said, really, school? What for? What do you want in school? Say yeah, you need to go. You need to improve. You too, you have to go to school. I said really, I'm no, I can't go to school because it's been long that I left school. I don't know what I'm going to meet. Don't worry, I'm going to help you when I'm coming next week. I'll bring prospectus to you. Then you can choose what you want to do from there. Oh wow! So um, as she said, she she fulfilled her promises mm-hmm. and that she brought she brought the prospectus with the form application form inside. And that she showed me how to do and how to do it. That I should apply for this for access to nursing, and um, and uh, give it to her to go and submit. Then they'll call me for interview. So I did. I went for interview as well, and they took me in Lam. Uh, that was in Lambert College then. Then uh, when the the short list and they said to me, um, Titi Olu, I'm sorry you didn't uh, meet up the court. Cut, cut off mark uh, you are just one mark away so uh, what we're going to do now we're going to give, put you to pre-access and I started crying I said no because I don't know what they mean by pre-access <laughs> <laughs> oh crying. pre-access to, to yeah, nursing, to, to nursing. Okay. I started crying I said I want to go to school my friend <laughs> I want to go to school my friend said that yes they're going to do that <laughs> I was really, I, I don't care who see me that day because there's a long line. I was, I just stopped, I, I, like I call for attention. This was even in public. Oh, yeah, I was, oh, ah, I have to come uh-huh. to school. Yeah, it's a, it's a big case. Then, and this lady, she's um, uh, she's a lecturer there in um, Lambert College then. Mm-hmm. She teaches uh, science, chemistry, physics, and biology. And uh, she called me and said, I said, come. If they say, I said, some people don't even get that, uh, their pre-access. So they go to foundation. I said, what is foundation? I, I want to go to access to nursing. That's what they said. That I can get in through. The, what do you mean by that? I'm not just one mark. You can't give me that one mark. And she said to me, okay, this is what we're going to do. If you accept this uh, offer, by the time you spend, you spend, you're supposed to spend one year in a pre-asset before you, you pass to access. But if you pass most of your coursework within six months, we can give you double promotion to access. I said, are you sure? He said, yeah. Now, she now wrote it on top of my form 
she later changed her mind. So that's how I started. Hmm? Ah. So do you know what? It's really interesting because this is the kind of the first time that I'm even, even I'm hearing you know, this story. So because you haven't told me this. And um, going back on what you said, um, I, some of my listeners, when she mentioned the incident that happened with Olumide, um, that was her firstborn son who sadly passed away mm. before we came to the UK. So just kind of backtracking on that. But yeah, so so you so you got on the course and now mm-hmm. you're now you're on track to being a nurse. Well, yeah. were we were we in London by then, or were you just doing this before we got here? No, you were still in Nigeria then. Oh, okay, you were still in Nigeria. So, so what was your first job when you came to London? Was it um, oh. the cleaning? The, uh my first job I work in a Lusham Hospital as a cleaner. Yeah, they call it um uh domestic. The ward domestic, so I work in a Lucian hospital then, so we clean all the ward, so I used to work with most of the pediatric ward, so from there, honestly, I've gone through a lot in the I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, Go on, uh, tell me, so what was all your jobs, list them from? So, when I started, I started with the, um, domestic work in a Lucian hospital, and from there, that, that is with agency. That's how that's uh, every hospital has got their agency yeah. that works uh, yeah, in, in the, with, with the hospital. So uh, I got up with, with hospital agency and they were paying me £3.75 then. And that's per still, hour. Per hour. And uh, still, the hospital have their own permanent staff, whom they pay £5.54 per hour. So from there, I'm so I'm such a lovable person. Anywhere I go, everybody will like me. I'll be honestly. <laughs> mm. And from there, my name was all over the place. People like me. They love me. So one day, I just went to my supervisor, to the uh, manager of um of the hospital. I said, I want to join the permanent staff. So yes, you've been working here for long. So um, when uh, when are you working? I said, I work here every day. Okay. In the afternoon, during your lunch time, can you come over and let me uh, let me um, interview you just like that? I went for interview. So um, and um, he said to me, "When do you want to work and what time? Which days? Because you have to choose like four days that you want yeah. from the week." So they even asked you, "Okay, what, what do yeah. you want to do?" Yeah, they, they asked me which days do, do I want, and I said, "I want Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday because Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday refresh me more money." Because of the weekend. Weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday left for me if I want to do like an agency with the other yeah. company. Yeah. So you're so, working seven days a week. Oh, yes. So, That's crazy. Uh, uh-huh. So uh, I was so happy. I've been calculating my money without even starting. <laughs> but, but at times, you know, um, uh, how do they, how do, how do they say, oh, I'm looking for what you say. Man proposes God, this uh, whatever you know, whatever God has in your mind to do for you, He will do it. Yeah. You understand? At times, when you're getting to the peak of your uh, success, you think maybe uh, there's, there's a challenge. One challenge will just come up that will push you away from that stage and to push you to the next level. So on Monday, when I'm supposed to start work, and uh, we have to clock in. And um, the manager, the supervisor for the cleaner, her name is Andra. She's an Indian lady. And you remember all of this? Oh, yes. Imagine. This was like, okay, this was like almost 20 years ago, right? Yes, yeah. This was a long time ago. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, when I was lying, because, you know, where, where the, uh, the permanent line is different from uh, the agency. So I, I was not killed in the permanent role. And I should not come to say, why do you have to go to that role? You're supposed to be, I said, no, I'm starting as a permanent today. He said, really? So you'll be getting the same amount I'm getting, isn't it? <laughs> then she now went to the manager and said that she asked for my passport. Oh, my She asked gosh. for my whatever. Then they started digging me. Oh, oh. They started digging me. So then I said, well, you have to provide everything before you can start. And already oh. they've already offered me the job. So that day, I was unable to do anything on the world. They didn't let me work on that world. I was crying. I was crying. It's, it's like I want to die that day. Oh, so I, 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 she's I, wicked. Yeah. I left uh, Lucia Hospital that day. And when I get back home and uh, I told them what happened, they said, don't worry. Um, there's somebody who used to be a carer said that she's going to take me to um, an agency. It's not like it's like a school, like a private school to go and do like a two week course. Uh so from there, I can start care, doing uh, like a community care, like I'll be looking after the elderly people. And as she took me there, from the money that I've saved, I've, I pay for my tuition. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Well, in college? Not college. It's like a private institution here. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It's just like a two-week course. Okay. So after when I finished the two-week course, they placed me on a um, uh, nursing home to do, my, to do another two-week, like a placement. In there before they gave me the certificate. So when I got the certificate and I went to register, then I have the uh, the right to work with elderly Come people. Come on, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I was making big money, more than money, the, money, money, money. The previous <laughs> one. So along the line, that is how I met um, the lady. Her name is is it Fatima? She's from Sierra Leone. I can't remember her name. She's, she's, she's from Sierra Leone, who introduced school to me that I need to go to school. So from there, I went, when I finished in, um, what's it called? Um, Lambert College. And that was in 2000, 2000, uh, 2001, 2001 to 2002. So I finished all my, because I have to finish the pre-access. I went to access in 2002, 2003. I finished my uh, access course. Then, um, I, I got admit, admitted in a King's College University to proceed for my nursing career. That's actually crazy. Huh? So because of the woman, mm-hmm. it, like you thought, okay, maybe she, she's, her jealousy or whatever has cost you this job. Yeah. But it was actually a blessing in disguise. It, it, because yeah, that's what I'm saying. You wouldn't have met this woman. You wouldn't have mm-hmm. gone to nursing and exactly. be the nurse that you are now. Now you've exactly. been a nurse for. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow, so, I, um, I've never heard this story before. You don't, you don't tell me of me and um. Well, yes, the story. You should. So, from <laughs> there, I went to uni um to 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 God be the glory. So yeah, I am today. So I'm one of the senior staff nursing at Charles and Westminster. It's one oh. of the rep- mm. one of the reputable. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a one of the <laughs> reputable uh, uh hospital in this country. Yeah, and whereby we met a lot of uh different kind of uh, celebrities. Uh, a couple of years ago, about five, six years ago, Queen Elizabeth came to do her hip replacement in the hospital there, but we did not see her though. So and you like met a, Prince Charles as well? I met Prince Charles there. I have a picture with him. So yes, different kind of... Uh, our living room stand. Yeah. <laughs> 
also we uh, I've met different type of um uh celebrated movie stars um songwriter just name it and that's one of the movie stars that I look after and like uh, he came back and signed his um picture it's all yeah yeah uh, his name is David uh some I can't remember his son name it's, I don't remember. it's like an old old like an old school actor. yeah actor yeah so uh and from there it has been a very uh, it has been a blessing for me though to this to this moment and then i was able it's like a uh i was a role model for you guys if i can do go through all this i did this because of my children i went through all this what i went through because of you guys yeah because um it's not easy because i've had different people from different homes. Oh, it's not easy to uh, to raise child. It's not easy to raise children, even if you're both parents, blah, blah, blah. And for me, being a single parent, I don't even stay at home. I have to be on the street every time to look for what we're going to eat. How am yeah. I going to cope? How will I do it? But with God, all things are possible. You understand? So when I went to uni and I graduated, and I said, well, if I can do this, you too can do it. It's, you remember? Yeah, of course. And mm-hmm. do you know what? It's funny because even when we were younger, like I was in primary school when um I came to London, and you were literally me and Fumi. We knew your schedule because you were always working, but you mm-hmm. still you still made time for us. Like we still went to the cinema. Yeah, you know, we still went out to eat. Mm-hmm. You still celebrated birthdays. Yeah, so it wasn't yeah. the fact that because obviously it was just a single parent, but it mm-hmm. wasn't the fact that you know we never ever ever saw ever you. You were still no. present. Mm-hmm. Which is which is kind of the key to almost this podcast to kind of show the balance that and you I can be really successful. Yeah, that one time. Don't you only showed up my school once, mommy, to pick up my GCSEs, <laughs> and the only reason you came was they wouldn't give me my results unless they had a parent there. And, and you tried to pinch me as well there in front of the teachers. I remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay, so thank you so much for joining this podcast. But if you were to give any advice to you know, any single mom who's in a similar situation, who has kids, who's working, what advice would you give them? Well, uh, I would say because different people handle and um, challenge it different ways. Yeah. Because at, at that at, at the particular time I'm talking about, I just I don't want to go into detail. Um, I lost my child, and at the same time, the same week, my husband left me for. Uh, you understand what I mean? He left me, so you can imagine that kind of stress and 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 trauma that I'll be going through. But what I think I, I know is a, a determination. Just yeah. stand, stand for your children and stand for yourself. You can do it. You can do it. We we just have to empower ourselves because we have to live for ourselves and live for the kids as well. If 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 you see most of the children uh, in different who did not come up well. Look at the parent first. Look, yeah. I, I didn't say I'm. I did not say I'm perfect. I am not perfect parent. I am not a perfect parent. But most most of the time, we are we we are the role model for our children. We just have to be strong for ourselves. We be strong for our children, and that we be determined. There's nothing we cannot do. Yeah. It was after when I, uh, when my husband left me, and I lost my child. That is when I decided to go into nursing. And here I am today. You understand hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's a it's a rough road, but if you determine you're going to get to that peak, you will definitely get there. That's good. So well, yeah. 
Good words. Be a role model. Be determined. Be motivated. Um, so yeah, thank you so much, mommy. You're my first guest. Yay! <laughs> Are you excited? <laughs> thank you for coming. Um, and thank you all so much for um tuning in to listen. If you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe. Um, I will be speaking to a lot more people, um, such as some authors. I'll speak to some CEOs, managers, stay-at-home mums, etc. Um, but if you want to see my face, you know, feel free to check out my Instagram at victoria.dele. And yeah, thank you so much, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank bye-bye. you.